Hello everyone, and welcome to the first ever bonus episode for The Ambitious Freelancer. So I'm doing this bonus episode mainly because I'm so excited because we finally reached 1,000 downloads. So I'm assuming, because we're at 999 right now, so I wanted to do something kind of special for you guys to celebrate this amazing milestone of 1,000 downloads. It is amazing. We've done 45 episodes, so I know I could be doing a lot more if I advertised it a lot more, but I'm so thankful for the people who were here from the very beginning who've been supporting this podcast and I just want to do something special for you guys and do a little bonus episode all about being an introvert versus extrovert as a freelancer so let's get into the episode So now let's get into the show. So I had this on the schedule for this past week, but then I decided to kind of nix it and do the interview instead. So I really wanted to bring this episode to you guys all about being an introvert or an extrovert as a freelancer, because I think that oftentimes we get advice as introverts, but we don't ever really see a lot of advice for extroverts. And I think that that's kind of not great because everyone is dealing with everything you know so extroverts you have to deal with the fact that some of your clients might be introverts and introverts you have to deal with the fact that some of your clients might be extroverts and I think that we all have advice that we can learn about how to put ourselves on our best foot and you know connect with our clients in the best way possible it's not just for introverts it's also for extroverts there's advice to be given on both sides and I feel like we think the extroversion is the norm and it might be but you know introverts there's a lot of us and so I really just wanted to give advice on both sides as someone who's had extroverted clients and someone who's been an introvert I feel like I can kind of speak to both sides also I've kind of found myself more of an ambivert than a true true introvert but that's neither here nor there because it's also all kind of introverty so first and foremost I'm going to focus on introverts because that's what I consider myself more than anything is an introvert and if you pick up my book client call simplified I actually give advice for extroverts and introverts in the back of the book so if you are doing client calls and you're an introvert or an extrovert that's a good thing to pick up because I feel like people think that just because you're an extrovert just because you're an introvert you can't be nervous or you can't be excited about something so yeah I just I really want to kind of dim that and be like hey there's things for both sides to worry about let's talk about introverts first like I said for me one of my biggest tips for being an introvert has always been finding things that I was really passionate about that I would like to do things for any way so let me break that down so in school I was your typical introvert in pretty much social situations but for some reason school situations never really made me all that introverted I didn't mind like doing a presentation like I was nervous yes but like I didn't mind sitting up in the classroom reading in front of the classroom you know doing all those things that students do and for me it was because you know the classroom was kind of my happy place I love to learn I love to get more knowledge and I didn't mind being wrong in the classroom so I didn't mind standing up and talking and saying something that was wrong. Yeah, it kind of made me have like pings in my stomach when I was wrong. But it was okay. I knew it was a learning experience. Everyone's learning. Everyone's growing. And so often in class when the professor would have that really awkward thing where they'd ask a question and then they'd expect someone to answer. They wouldn't move on to someone answered. That always made me nervous. So I was always that person. Even if I didn't know the answer to kind of speak up because it was awkward for me to just look at the professor looking at me while no one's talking 
talking and I just always try to mitigate that for other people because it's awkward for me and I didn't want the conversation to, to do that like I hated that that's my worst or my least favorite part about it, the classroom experience was just that awkward moment when the professor just wouldn't stop staring at the class and they wouldn't move on until someone answered them so yeah I've had a lot of those experiences and I've tried to navigate a lot of those experiences in graduate school and in college because I don't know there's just something so awkward to me I felt like I was letting the professor down I just had all kinds of like breathing moments like harsh breathing moments on the inside while those situations were happening so yeah some people they look at that they're like okay whatever professor I'm calling your bluff but for me I look at that I'm like wow this is a long pause I don't like this let me step in so I've kind of since I left school and I don't I'm not in school anymore I have my my master's and I said I'm Audi 5000 I've kind of transferred that kind of interest into my clients and into the work we do so I'm always trying to be going above and beyond working really hard you know answering the questions being there and I use like the work I do as a freelancer as kind of like the the next evolution of you know always trying to be a goody two-shoes in school and so I think if I had a nine to five I'd do the same thing like I'm just always that kind of person who likes to go above and beyond and I don't mind talking and being active with my clients because it's just like a different version of school for me so it's like instead of doing this at school I do this for my job I do this to the clients that I work with and I talk about things and I don't mind like stepping up and having conversations and doing client calls you know it's my favorite thing to do no it's not my favorite thing to do it's anyone's favorite thing to do sitting on a call and talking for hours well usually my client calls aren't hours like I've only had one or two client calls in my lifetime that have been like hours or like over an hour because most of my clients are actually introverts so for me I don't really have to worry about it as much like they're not really trying to be on the phone for hours they're trying to be on the phone for like 15-20 minutes tops every blue minute I have a conversation that lasts around 30 or 40 minutes but for the most part most of my client calls have been under that amount of time and just very quick client calls which I appreciate because one I don't like to be on the phone all day and two like it's just nice to not have to do that so I am just so with me being an introvert like you have to come up with things that make you tick and make you happy and do those things and then sometimes you have to like push things off or like find alternative ways to do things one of the things I say about I think I did this in an episode is what client calls like client calls happen when you have like some kind of miscommunication or you're not communicating communicating clearly so if you don't want to do client calls you want to don't want to get on the phone with clients you're really going to have to find different ways to communicate and communicate effectively so the client can understand email or a text message or a slack chain just as well as they could understand a phone call so you really have to work on your other styles of communication your text-based communication your picture-based emojis like all that good stuff you have to work on all of that communication if you're going to want to cut off like video chats and phone calls so if you're other communication is lacking then it's going to be really hard to be an introvert because people are always going to be like hey can we jump on the phone real quick and then sometimes you just have people who would rather jump on the phone and I feel them to a degree because I was talking to Samantha about this the other day actually and it's like yeah I understand wanting to have email communication because there is a paper trail but at the same time I've also had situations where I have been emailing and emailing and emailing getting nowhere with a client and then jump on a phone and understand exactly what I need to 
do. They understand exactly what I need from them. And it's just like a wonderful conversation and it gets the job done. Because emailing back and forth for like weeks on end is no fun, you guys. And it can take for a long time. It can take a long time if a client's not all that interested or vested in answering your emails. It can take forever to answer one simple question via email if they're not responding quick enough for you. And I know I've had those situations where I wasn't responding quick enough. Not usually with clients for a middle Costco, but sometimes the happy hour cans in my inbox gets a little busy and so I don't respond as quickly as possible to things. So yeah, I mean, it just really depends. I would say that it's important to be okay with the fact that if a phone conversation happens, you won't lose your ever-loving mind. So it's really important that you take your time, you breathe through things, you create that client call pattern before you get on the call, and you just have some fun. Have some fun with it. It it can be fun. I try to make my pre-call experience as fun as possible. Lately, I've been listening to Megan Thee Stallion before like every client call or interview, and it's amazing. She's amazing. I'd be like dancing, and it's amazing. So for me, it's just all about creating that experience and making it as fun as possible, and talk about this in client call simplified too. But just in general, in everyday life, you're going to have to get yourself out there. You're going to have to network. You're going to have to make connections, and those connections are going to serve you better than anything you'll ever do. Yeah, it sucks, but we are people and we like people. Even if you're an introvert, you like people. You just don't, maybe not like every single person, but you have your people that you really enjoy talking to. And so you have to understand like, people enjoy people and when you're able to make that connection that's deeper than just like oh an email like you're actually able to make a big difference with a client contract so I really encourage you guys to take into consideration how much talking and interacting and videoing with your clients actually can make them feel better about you it can build that no like and trust factor and it can make them more likely to give you bigger contracts so that's not necessarily for everybody because if you have another introvert they might not care to get on the phone they might not care to have those like face-to-face meetings and that's totally fine too so it just really depends on the brand some brands will want you to have a conversation with them face-to-face some will not some will be like okay you got it you can do this but bye see you later sayonara but communication is so important and you can manage your your introversion most people can anyway for at least a little bit and understanding the bigger picture of how you know you can use this to your advantage um introverts are actually really thoughtful people and they understand other people so like when I was in college I don't know if I talked about this but I was a tour guide and you wouldn't think that an introvert would be a good tour guide but actually I was a very great tour guide I was very thoughtful you know those big crowds really kind of scared me a little bit so I kind of stared away from bigger crowds if possible but even I've even done bigger crowds on tours but I really like those one-on-one tours where like there was only one person signed up to do a tour that day or like those small group tours I was really passionate about people going to my alma mater and so it really works for me like yes I was an introvert yes I was meeting new people and it was crazy and like on a typical everyday basis I wouldn't do it but like it was fun because it was my school and I was proud of the purple and gray and I really just wanted to show people my campus and also not every person on your tour is going to be an extrovert I saw many an introvert on my tours and so I was able to really resonate with the introverts and tone down the extroverts on the tour so that was really helpful so it's really actually helpful 
helpful to have an introvert in social situations because of our ability to spot other introverts and kind of tone down the conversation so it's not as rowdy and yeah it just it seems like it would be a weird fit to have an introvert be a tour guide but it was an asset because of my introversion so I think that you have to think that hey I'm actually an asset right now and I can give so much to people if I just you know did it so now I'm gonna talk about extroverts because you guys are a little too much sometimes and this is coming from an introvert who loves to, you know communicate I love to communicate I love to talk but I understand that extroverts y'all are pushy and y'all don't really mean to do it but y'all can be kind of aggressive and if you're talking to an introvert that can throw people off so if you know you're talking to an introvert and you know there's an introvert in the room you really have to tone down yourself at least a little bit you don't have to be like a completely different person but like you can take your 10 down to like an 8 or or like a seven and kind of meet us halfway there because you know that's really not going to help us you know get excited about working with you when you're on like 11 so I don't know if I talked about this here I probably either I talked about it here in the Facebook group a few months ago I had this one client call it lasted an hour you guys and this person on the call they were always cutting me off they were always talking over me I couldn't get a word in edgewise every time I talked they talked you know it wasn't in like an introvert talking from an introvert way was like an introvert talking to an extrovert way where every time I was talking I was getting interrupted and I wasn't actually able to talk so I knew pretty early on to that conversation that I wasn't going to want to work with that person and I didn't want to work with that person it was hard for me to get off the phone because I was an introvert and I didn't want to you know make a wrong impression but at the same time I knew early on that that client wasn't for me and that you know the work they were doing is awesome I loved it but I wouldn't ever want to work with that person because they didn't take my own situation into consideration and instead of seeing me as just an introvert who was scared to talk they saw it as an opportunity to talk more and so that's something you really have to think about as you're working with clients as you're working with other like people on their team who might be introverts are they not talking because they're letting you talk or are they not talking because they're afraid of you because you're talking too much so that's one of the things that like you really have to like take into consideration as you're talking like hey am I letting them get a word in edgewise how much should we be talking because I think on a client call it should be almost 50 50 if not more them to you because they are talking about their company and how you can help them and you're really getting the rundown so you shouldn't really be the main talker you might not be like I'd say that there is a plus or minus 10 percent so maybe it's 60 percent you 40 percent them 40 percent you 60 percent them 50 50 so kind of like on that edge of like 50 50 and like plus or minus 10 percent so it should be around 50 50 though you shouldn't be the main talker you know there should be a time in the conversation where they get to talk and a time in the conversation where you get to talk if you're doing 90% of the talking that's not a client call interview that's going well because while they might have a lot of questions for you you should also have questions for them they should also be talking to you about their goals and their plans and their dreams and their wishes for this position so yes you should have a lot to say in the conversation but you shouldn't have everything to say in the conversation so if you're talking 90% of the time and they're not getting a word in edgewise they're probably feeling like you're not taking them all that seriously and you're just ready to talk about yourself and you're talking about yourself more you're talking about them so it's really important that you kind of tone down your talking and making sure that the conversation is going both ways instead of just one way so if you're like I said making the bulk of the conversation you need to stop you need to shut up and you need to you know assess things and understand that you are not the main goal of a conversation it's not the extrovert hour it's 
it's the, I'm trying to actually get to know you, especially if you're talking to an introvert. So if you're talking to an extrovert, they can kind of go toe to toe with you and understand like where you're coming from because they're also trying to get there. But if you're talking to an introvert and a lot of people, especially in technology and like some of these bigger paying roles are usually introverts. Like they're not, like some of them are extroverts or some of them are ambiverts, but like a lot of them are also introverts and they don't want to have this conversation, especially we're not talking to a CEO. So a CEO is slightly different. I feel like a lot of CEOs are kind of extroverted and they feel comfortable, you know, talking and getting their stuff out there. But if you're talking to like a marketing manager at like a tech startup, they're not like the face of the company, you know, they're not doing all the things that the CEO is doing. So they don't need to be extroverted. They can be introverted. They can be behind the scenes. And so if you're talking to more of these like, like smaller roles in a company, like a, a manager, like not like uh, on the executive board, at least they're not smaller roles, but like, you know, mid tier roles in a company, like you cannot be that person who's going above and beyond and doing too much. You can't be at an 11 talking to a marketing manager. If you're talking, like I said, to a CEO, that's one thing. Marketing manager, you need to tone your stuff down. So it's really all about reading the room and giving yourself the grace to read the room, giving yourself the time to read the room. So, you know, understanding where both of you guys are coming from. So if you're eight, if you're at an 11, you can dial it down to an eight or so before the conversation gets too far. So understanding, giving them space to talk, giving yourself space to talk, and then understanding and matching the conversation. So matching the level of conversation that you're at, the level of conversation that they're at is so important, you guys. So that's all I really want to talk about for introverts versus extroverts. I think that we all have so much to learn from each other and I really hope that you guys enjoy today's episode. So I'll see you guys on Thursday for a brand new episode that is a regularly scheduled event. Today's bonus episode, I want to talk about the power of rating, reviewing, and sharing this podcast. So when you share, rate, or review this podcast, I do a literal happy dance. I love to hear what you guys have to say about the podcast and it gives me ideas on how I can improve and what I'm doing great. So if you are on Apple Podcasts listening to this episode, literally scroll down a little bit and you can leave a review and rate this podcast. It really helps me so I want to share a review I recently got from Leanne. So she says, I love Amanda's work and have been following her for some time now. I can always count on her to bring fresh, new, and relevant ideas about marketing my business and working with clients. An awesome podcast, but an equally awesome creative mind. So I really love that review I got from Leanne and I just, it really made me do a happy dance. So if you guys feel so inclined to help me with a review or a rating or a share, definitely do so and I will appreciate you forever times a thousand. To wrap this up, I want to thank you guys again for supporting me as I got to 1,000 downloads, which seems insane to me. It's a very small number, but we are growing ever so steadily. And I'm so thankful for the people who show up with me every single week and are subscribed to the podcast and who, you know, listen to my insights every single week. I really love you guys. You guys are so amazing. This podcasting journey has taken me so many places over the last, like, a little over half a year now. And I really hope that you guys are interested and enjoying the recent episodes and I cannot wait to give you guys more interviews and more really amazing advice so I'll see you guys soon bye